Industry Insider is only available at Promo Corner, the leader in digital marketing for the promotional products industry. Each Monday, they discuss, dissect, and debate a single issue impacting the world of promotional marketing from every industry perspective. Now, it's time for Promo Corner's Industry Insider. Welcome to another edition of the Industry Insider, your promotional products podcast where you can get all the nerdy news you need to know about. My name is Jeff Franklin, National Accounts Manager with Headwear USA. Uh, and I'm joined today by three other lovely folks. But as usual, before we get to them, I'm going to read uh, today's sponsor. And today we're sponsored by TechWeld, USA made in a world filled with worry regarding overseas products. They offer many USA made products to help separate themselves from a commercial product pack. Uh, we'll talk hand sanitizers. That's certainly a, uh, a relative topic right now. Uh, so due to the coronavirus outbreak, this is something that's definitely trending worldwide. And the CDC recommends sanitizing and washing hands to help prevent the spread of the disease. Uh, so TechWeld offers many sanitizer SKUs that help uh, combat the spread of the virus. They've got a lot of FDA compliance as well. They're FDA compliant on, uh, on their products and a time of uncertainty. Knowledge that a product is FDA compliant is key to allowing your customers to feel at ease uh, when placing an order. They've also got some custom packaging. So at TechWeld, they like to uh, they like to create new every day. Uh, their custom packaging division is a great example of this. And each box takes on a life of its own. Uh, and they can work to meet your custom specifications regarding packaging as well. So I would highly encourage you guys to go check them out. Please uh, be sure to visit them at techweld.com uh, for more information. And you won't be sorry that you did, for sure. Uh, so as I had mentioned, joined by three other people. Uh, and so first of all, we'll say hello to Stephen McFadden from Perfect Promotions and More down in Apex, North Carolina. How are you, sir? Hey, doing great. Looking awesome. forward to it. Awesome. Awesome. So also joined by our favorite Meg Erber. Big hey. Meg in the house. Hey. SNS Activewear. How are Honestly, you? I am being very modest today. We'll just... That's not there. a good look on you, Meg. You <laughs> <laughs> I lost both leagues this week, so uh, oh, that hurts. It, it your, your Eagles lost this week too, right? Yeah, I think so. They were in first. If that is any, who did they lose to? Oh, shut up! I think the worst team in the world, right? The worst team <laughs> in the world. I don't know. Last time the Steelers. If you didn't watch the games this weekend, and you're you're interested in like two seconds of of sports talk, all right? Which I highly doubt you are. This isn't. The- <laughs> that but you know i'm a steelers fan meg's an eagles fan so we're just gonna you know we're gonna we're gonna hash this out for a hot second okay <laughs> last time pittsburgh went four and oh they won the super bowl it was in 1979 so let's go steelers yeah, you right? guys also have the worst defense in the entire league excuse me you do you have a good offense right, we'll, we'll talk about this another time right? we're gonna have to put this conversation on ice because we've got jessica uh, gibbons rouch with us today from trend dependent so jessica i'm going to uh basically just ask you to tell the folks that are listening uh who you are how you got started in the promotional products industry what your current role is uh what is trend dependent and uh all things jessica gibbons rouch now you've got three to four minutes i'm cutting you off after that and we end the podcast cool Oh, sounds perfect. Do I get laid no. off the, the <laughs> <No>. stage? <laughs> He's messing with you. Yeah. No. Um, <laughs> well, basically, I've had about 15 years of experience in the promotional um, industry. Just came in, kind of fell into it after college. Like, there was no family history or anything like that. I'd never even heard of the industry um, when I was a sales major back at Northern Illinois University. Um, and I've taken positions from account management, senior account management, uh, director of marketing, upper level management. And about a year and a half ago, I went out on my own, which was the formulation of Trend on Brand. Um, and this was really an opportunity for me to help other distributors to do what I had been doing, digital marketing, 
merchandising, um, reporting, which is my less sexy option, um, trend reporting, things like that, whatever they need to be able to support their business. About a month ago, I partnered with Vicki Ostrom from Sandmark, and we um, really launched Trend Dependent, which is a, a amalgam between her uh, obvious brilliance, everyone knows Vicki, um, and being able to tie it back to emotional markets outside of just apparel, but to all different kinds of products and how you can use what the trending information is um, into your business um, from data. Like, how do you take this really cool information, but how do you dial it into what do I recommend for my, my program or my pro project? Um, outside of that, I also teach uh, digital marketing for Northern Illinois Universities, Go Huskies. Um, we're, I'm off for the semester because we pulled back a little bit, but I'm excited to start again next semester. Um, and I love bringing the promotional industry to the students. I did that with Promo Kitchen. We, we did some interaction because a lot of universities have no idea that we exist, just I didn't know. Uh, and that's a, a great opportunity to be able to give back to the, to the students and show them, like, hey, we're a really cool industry. You want to work here when you, when you graduate. So how's my time? Did I make it? <laughs> is that it? Is that done? We're, we're, we're... I, have, I have a lot of side things, too. But it's always evolving, which is You still fun. have seven minutes left. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> My elevator speech is getting really, really toned down. It's only taking me like a year and a half. To Very good. Out, so, so tell me about, you, so you said you're, you're teaching a class at, at Northern University or Northern Illinois University. Is that what you said? Yeah, I'm an adjunct professor there for introduction to digital marketing. So I teach the students the very basics of how to start. Um, with web design, SEO, how to create a, a campaign, um, and it's been, it's been so much fun. It's been great, even with everything being kind of crazy. I teach a digital class digitally, so being pulled off campus was like no big deal to me. Um, but being able to refer the students and be like, "Hey, I know like this is how weird things are, and let's let's get it together." Um, but our collaboration with Promo Kitchen was was awesome to be able to bring them into a hashtag promo chat so that they could actually ask questions to professionals. It was it was fun. That's awesome. Yeah, so I was going to ask you, because um, I heard that you'd said you, you pulled back from that, so you're like not currently teaching. So how, how is that working? Because I know a lot of colleges, they've, they've sort of gone to a digital format, right? A lot of them have. Um, they took all, the, all of the students off campus. They've been able to bring, bring students back, and they have a, a hybrid model at Northern Illinois. Um, but because of the restructure of the classwork, the more professors get the bulk of the classes. So I'm not teaching this semester, but um, I've been able to help uh, by being an advocate for the students. Um, I go in and if they have questions or they're worried about being remote, how to, how to deal with being digital. Like I've, I've worked from office for a year and a half now. It's kind of, kind of nice. <laughs> so to be able to help them do what they need to do and then also support the digital marketing department to make sure that we're able to continue um, into the future when hopefully we can bring the students back in person. So um, I have a question for you. A couple of questions, actually. One, so what really, what inspired Trend Dependent to just come about? A, B, what does it mean to be Trend Dependent? And uh, we'll get into some trends in a minute. But so what like really inspired you guys to kind of collaborate on this and be like, hey, I like trends and hey, I know <laughs> Like what brought you guys together? What was that common denominator? Well, it, it kind of just fell into place. Um, I had reached out to Vicki when I was first starting out on my own because I wasn't sure what my direction was going to be. And she'd always been somebody that I admired. Um, and I really took that time to like look at all the people that I admired in the industry and just say, Hey, I'm here. Like, you want to talk? Um, and we were, we found that we have so much in common. Um, we talk very consistently and talking to her about what I was trying to do with trying on brand, she had more resources and things than I do. And she has a very different experience with her background 
in graphics and fashion. Um, so she wanted to be able to expand what her reach was um, and really be able to talk about trends on a whole as well as other things outside of just the apparel market. I'm like, well, this is perfect because I, I can talk about all that stuff too. Um, and that's where we started collaborating. We had a couple of um, blogs together for um, Order My Gear. Uh, so that's kind of where we started talking to each other. And it's just kind of blossomed from there. Um, I've already been doing some work with a couple of distributors doing trend analysis for specific programs. Um, and like what their market should be doing, what their clients should, would be interested in based on what I found. Um, so this was just a way to take it, take it bigger and really scale. And what does it mean to be trend dependent? Like if, if you are trend dependent, <laughs> like if I'm like, well, guys, <laughs> really everything is depending on, on what is trending. Um, I mean, when I started in the industry, you know, we were selling calculators and 64 megabyte USBs and things like that. I even heard of a time when they like faxed in orders or something. You know, you had to mail your artwork in or, or whatever. Um, but everything is evolving and everything's changing and how our market is changing and being able to bring those trends, not only uh, specifically like um, mixed textiles is very hot right now, having items where you can mix um, different kinds of fabrics, but all having the bigger picture like um, corporate responsibility and sustainability and things that are out there in the market that are going to be really important to the next generation, those are things that we need to be watching now. I know that our industry as a whole, it lags. It lags considerably on what's hot. So we're trying to bring it along and bring the distributors through that, that challenge. Jessica, Sorry. that, that, that oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> caught me off guard. I was planning to stop. <laughs> uh, so Jessica, it's funny you mentioned that. We, we as a company have kind of changed the way we, we actually do trade shows a lot. Um, based on trying to find, instead of what's new, like kind of what's trending. And so the last few years, we've, you know, our, our company, what we've done is we've asked kind of some specific questions based on what type of inventory people are bringing in and when they're bringing it in. And then we compare that with, you know, like end caps and Target and Starbucks and places where, um, mm-hmm. you know, retail usually drives the promo industry. And I'm just curious to know, like, how do you guys find what's trending like what is your kind of analysis for figuring that out and maybe what questions could should we be asking to try to to figure those out you know figure figure out what is trending great question well a lot of it is exactly like you said it's just being observant being you know who do you follow on instagram where are you shopping what are you looking at what do you like are you the target you know i i used to sell pocket knives all the time i'm not the target market but i could tell you what the best pocket knife at that time was um, so, so being out there and, and seeing what's going on, it it's, makes a huge difference to be able to do that. Um, there's no real question. It's, it's almost like an art. Like we have a lot of different resources. We use we fashion snopes. We use um, a couple of other databases where we watch and see what's trending um, compared out to Instagram. If you have a client that you're trying to plan a merchandising program for, follow them. See what, who's tagging them? Where are they tagging them? What do those people look like? Um, I work a lot with the, the beer, wine, and spirits industry, excuse me, and being able to see what the person who's drinking that beverage is wearing helps me tell them what they should be offering as a shirt to go with their program. It's, it's just about being observant and being out there and, and seeing what's going on. So How do you do that in 2020? I know. <laughs> it's almost easier because everything's stocking. online. Yeah, everything's <laughs> online. Everything's online. Um, and we share a lot of resources too. So like I said, you know, Vicki and I are different. We also have a couple of other contributors and we're constantly sending ideas to each other. 
like before COVID, you know, if I saw something out there in the market, I would take a picture and send it to her and she might not have seen it there in Seattle where I saw it here. Um, so being able to collaborate with people who have like minds or as distributors, you visit trendependent.com and you see our stuff. Yeah, so that, that actually leads me to, to my, my next question. I, I was on the website and I was looking at everything. I was like, it's amazing. Yeah. Um, so first yeah. of all, go check it out yeah. if, if you haven't been there. And the first thing I thought of is I was like, I, I want to know more about what they do. So maybe you could walk us, walk us through like as a distributor, you know, if I was interested in having you help us, what, what, what would be the process? Do you kind of isolate a, a client base and try to figure out a, a trend for that specific client type or what, like what type of service is it that you'd provide then for us to, to figure out the trend? My answer is always going to be, it depends. Sure. Um, so we'll talk to you about who your client is. Do you have a vertical that you're trying to go after? Do you have a target market? Is a specific brand? And kind of lead things through from there. And then we'll go back and do our research. And um, I also have a lot of background in managing programs. So things like skew rationalizations, what has been working, what hasn't been working. If you're not looking at it, you need to be because if, you know dead inventory is, is no good to you so that you're balancing that art and science between here's the analytics, here's what we think you should add to your program, here's what you have, this is what we have to do to make it work. Um, there's, there's never any, there's no cheat sheet, there's no easy answer. If I could do a, a visual that just has like five bullet points, I totally would, but it all ends up with me asking a hundred different questions and getting to where <laughs> we need to go. So. You, you could say it trend depends on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's terrible. <laughs> no, Stephen gets it's very dependent on the trend. <laughs> yeah, so I too was on the website and uh, I came across a little blog that you wrote about wardrobe dissonance. And I got to tell you, Jessica, my wife has been facing some wardrobe dissonance. She actually just had to go out the other day and she kept saying, I don't know what to wear. I don't know what to wear. I said, close. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I don't, I don't read into it quite as much as a lot of other folks. Like it doesn't, uh, doesn't mean quite as much to me as it does a lot of people, but understanding or seeing sort of her reaction to that. Uh, and it really resonates with sort of what you had wrote in that blog about, you know, it, the way that, you know, we've all been when we left and, you know, we thought this was going to be a two week stint, you know, and then mm -hmm. it's turned out six months later, we're all still, you know, a lot of us are still working remotely. And, you know, it's, so you, the focus is all about comfy and, 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 or comfort and cozy and whatever. So, you know, it's t-shirts and sweatpants and, you know, what is this thing with uh, pants with buttons? Like, what's the need for that? You know? And uh, um, the leggings with pockets is my new thing. How did I ever live without leggings with pockets? Uh, but this is an opportunity too to reinvent yourself. Like what, what do you want to look? What do you want to, to wear? What do you want your signature piece to be? Like there's, there's no rules anymore. Um, my husband wore workout clothes the entire year and then had to go back to school. And we had that moment of like, what does it look like to, to be a teacher <laughs> working remotely? So you're going in, you're not seeing any students. What do you wear? Um, but well, not but to yeah, mention, not, we're all facing it. <laughs> not to mention the COVID-19 pounds that everybody put on. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. I've been shredding. I'm a boxer. <laughs> there you go. So Jessica, we, we have a lot of time and we have a lot of trails. So, <laughs> so with being trend dependent, being all things trends, what, what is really trending right now? Are we looking at, okay, it's color. Like color is the trend. Is it, no, it's USA made or no, it's sustainability. Is there one thing that you would say that you're seeing like a general, like just incline, constant, steady incline in, in a trend, like in a specific. Well, it doesn't even have to be. Yeah, it's, 
It's hard to be super specific, but the, um, the general trend is that comfort. Like we all need comfort. We need joy. We need to be happy, whether it's from your holiday gifts, you're trying to create an experience where someone can be happy. Um, you want something that's super soft because you'll feel comfortable and you'll be happy. It's this kind of the hub and spoke of everything that's going on right now is how do we feel comforted and feel joy and pass that joy to other people. And that can be done in a lot of different ways. So, you know, you've, like I said, you've got the comfort materials, you've got um, something to bring someone joy, but also how are you impacting the people around to make sure that they're having that experience as well. Um, And that's kind of, that's how it's going to keep going. I think, especially until we open up more and then it's going to be all about experiences because we're going to want to get back and we're going to have to kind of ease into that. I don't know if anybody's watched a movie lately and you see everybody like standing right next to each other and it kind of makes me <gasps> I know. <laughs> so close to each other. <laughs> right. And you know, we're going to have to kind of transition back then. We're, so it's going to be like that wardrobe dissonance, but like times a hundred. Cause like, how do we go back to, you know, an, an industry event where everybody hugs and like, it's weird. So like, how do you do that now? And how do you be comfortable? Um, but yeah, I, this is going to just keep going. It's, it's, it's not, it's not going anywhere. So Jessica, in your professional opinion, are we going to see a day where we've got suits made out of a sweatpant material? They already exist. Oh, oh yeah. God. Oh, yeah. Really? Are people wearing them? <laughs> I think that it is going to be a lot more relaxed when people are starting coming back to the market. They're, we already had that athleisure, that, you know, nine to five, five to nine kind of look. It was very transitional. I think you're going to see a lot of people going down to a capsule wardrobe where they're getting rid of a lot of things. And they're just really focusing on a couple of pieces that are their signature pieces and that, and then adding on to that. Um, but I don't, it's, I think the day of the three piece suit is, is gone. It's over unless you're even lawyers I've seen wearing polos and being comfortable because why not? Especially we're living in a digital world. I'm talking to you guys, you know, through the computer, make it whatever you want it to be. It felt like we were already trending that direction a little bit with that whole athleisure movement, you know, with, um, a lot of corporate apparel programs transitioning from button, you know, button ups to polos and then you know, from Pimas to Polly's. And then it was, you know, it just kept getting more and more athletic. Um, hmm. yeah, I did have a question. Do you do trends and stuff for product as well, or is it mainly fashion? Or mainly- it's product as well. Um, okay. What's posted currently is mostly fashion because that's more of Vicky's background and I'm slacking a little bit. So I got to bring it up. Um, but I'm going to be featuring a couple of different um, product suppliers, technology, the different trends in technology. Oh, awesome. And we're going to do a couple of things on decoration as well. So it's going to be a very holistic uh, view of everything that's available in the industry and then things that are not available that maybe we should consider bringing in. I just wonder when you were talking about the SKU management too, I feel like that would be an amazing resource for suppliers too, to be able to see, you know, I, I think the most obvious example um, was actually probably in March uh, not in our industry, but you went to the grocery store after every food aisle had been raided of everything. And, you know, you come across like the pancake aisle and there's like nothing but three rows deep of flaxseed pancake, you know, and it's like, <laughs> well, I guess they probably didn't need that much inventory in that piece. Cause even when people were thinking they might starve, they still didn't buy it. So, um, you right. know, I just, I feel like there's a, you know, this time is a good time to prune inventory and to see like what's hot. Um, and using that analysis, which you guys are talking about, could be amazing resource for suppliers to use. Absolutely. And I, I know, especially on the distributor side, I always have these clients who are like, I feel like this is a really good seller. Well, guess what? I've shown you the numbers. It's not. Like, it, it's just not moving. You need to let it go. Um, but on the flip side, you can say, well, this is really taken off. We've got to adjust what we're doing. But if you're not watching, then you're going to end up with 
skews upon skews that are covering in dust and then why you have all this that you're they're liable to and um, the I know like I said the analytics aren't as fun as, as reading about what's trending in fashion but it's so important to put the two together in order to have a more comprehensive view you did hear me say nerdy news, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, we like, we like stats on stats on stats. I get really excited about analytics. It's, you know. <laughs> well, Jessica, you made a really good point. You said the word decoration. And I feel like that is kind of a, a huge key word for our industry. Like we can all sell blank product. I can sell you a blank sweatshirt. Jeff can sell you a blank hat and Stephen will sell you everything in, out of his coat pockets. But if it's not branded <laughs> with our logos, then what does it mean? It's just, I can go to the store and buy the same thing. So you're selling an idea. And not only that, mm -hmm. the decoration, like you can, re I, I've been selling on decoration as well, even though we don't do decoration. It's like, let's take this standard shirt and make something. Let's tell a story, right. okay? Let's get a whole case study together and put a jacket, a hat, a bag, a mask, all with the same logo and tell a story. Decoration is what this industry is about. So. If you can come up with, even if it doesn't have to be apparel, but you know, when the full color process mug stuff was, was a big thing, like that is, that was a trend. Um, it was something else. Oh, so I'm sure that's going to come into like, what's next for trend dependent. Like, what are you working on? Like what is in the future for trend dependent? So some of the big projects we're working on right now are focused on um, corporate social responsibility and sustainability. So these are hot, hot words out in yeah. the market whole. Um, and are so important to corporations. I have, I have a friend who just got a job at a place called Phoenix Closures. They make caps. Um, so like if you buy a jar of peanut butter, probably their cap, like this weird in company that nobody's ever heard of. <laughs> and reading their explanation of all the things they do for corporate responsibility and corporate um, social responsibility is amazing. Like giving people time off to be with their charity and um, having benchmarks in manufacturing. And this is, this is gonna be huge. And it's so important. It's important to be bringing those social um, aspects together. I know, I know you're familiar with promo cares and all the work that you're doing there. This is what the next generation is going to be looking for. Yeah. They need to know that you have that story. So we're really bringing out different companies of what they're doing, how they're doing it, and, the it. Um, and focusing outside industry as well as inside. I think sometimes we forget that we're just like the people out there and we can adopt those same practices too in order to promote or promote what we're doing and, and do better for the, for the whole world. <laughs> just the, Warm fuzzies. And now we see a lot of your social media too. Where are you getting a lot more traction on one over another? Do you, I mean, I, cause I feel like social media right now is very big. I feel like it, as a company, as a brand, you have to have presence. I feel like that's where everyone's mm -hmm. gonna go. Even before COVID, like if I was going into a new customer, I would look them up on Facebook or social media first to see what their footprint was there to see if I could relate to them on that type of level. And 99% of the time they did. So I know I follow you on Instagram. Um, like where are you guys finding your, their most success? Instagram is definitely where we're finding the most because it's more graphic or more artist, artistic and interesting. Um, I like Facebook because then you can link things directly so you can see a little different. Um, mm -hmm. I'm a big component of you have to have a presence. If you either have a presence or no presence, no in between. It has to be, because uh, if you're in between, that's where you're going to really lose people. But each Social media, I think, is successful in its own way if it's approached in its own way. If you try to just do the same thing for everything, it doesn't work. Like throwing a uh, flash on LinkedIn would be silly, but writing an article for LinkedIn would make sense. Right. Um, so really using all of them and doing the analytics to make sure you see what you're doing when you're posting. I look at those graphs all the time because I'm a nerd. 
um, but that way you can adjust what you're doing to make sure you're getting the best, most bang for your buck. In regards to that, because with analytics and stuff like that, I know that you, you'd mentioned you've done some jobs or are currently working on some stuff with trend analysis for different distributors in the industry and things like that. Do you have any case studies or, or is that something, is it something that's sort of like, how are, how are people then utilizing the information that you're providing to them? And is that something that is easily uh, trackable or is it something that's a little bit more difficult to track as far as pixels? What's that? When we're working, <laughs> when we're working directly with the distributor, um, it's very like it's very hands-on. So whatever we're providing that's that's for their use for their clients, it's it's very specific. The things that we're doing on the website are, are gonna be more macro um, and less drilled down, although we are hoping to get to a point where we're gonna be doing a couple of things um, specifically on verticals that'll be like, hey, this is the financial market and this is what fits well with them. Um, but so when we're working with the distributor, they're we're also helping with the product selection and saying, okay, so um, I had a, a liquor company that they really needed some matte black with like gold accents, which is something that's actually coming back. It's something, you know, you feel like it's kind of vintage, it's retro. Um, so we added products like that into what they're showing their client. They'll let me know what ends up being the ultimate choice from the client and we can track and see what exactly um, happens. Does it, does it move? Does it, is it out there in the market? What's going on with it? Um, so that way we'll come back and we'll know, was that a good choice or was it not? Um, but anything that's the site is gonna be very much more general information. Cool. Meg, Stephen? Um, I, I did see something in one of your blogs about um, promo FOMO. Um, so t tell me, like, what is your promo FOMO? Like, I, you know, you are, this is your, your whole bubble. Like, this is trends. Like, what is your, what is it? I want to know from you. Like, <laughs> just because you well, like, and promo people, we're all hoarders. Let's just admit it. We're going to move on. I've got a graveyard um, in my basement and I clear my garage out three times a year. So you just, yeah, I have to. Um, and I did that too, where I, like I had a purge and I'm like, all right, what do I actually like, what really brings me joy? Um, and I kept, you know, I kept things that I really liked. I, I will show my, my newest one, my tacos with Jane. Yeah, I think we her. are all like, when so you said gray. things that make you happy, I was like, we all have like a black mat. Oh like, yeah. Some type of. Black mat. Black mat is here to stay and I'm so happy. I love it. Makes us all happy. Um, just <laughs> notice, th notice though, these are all matte black with like a silver accent, a brushed, brushed yeah. aluminum. She did mention that it was it was black and gold, matte black. And but that was black and gold for that specific target. So uh -huh. it's, uh -huh. yeah, there's uh -huh. no easy checklist. I'm telling you. Uh -huh. um, but Remember, I have a trend say, depends, Jeff. Exactly. <laughs> but when Common Skew put out their contest, like just show old pictures from your last thing, I'm like, I didn't get any Common Skew stuff. Well, shoot, I'm gonna put as many things as I can. <laughs> like I'm in this industry. Why am I fighting to get this backpack with a little robot on it? <laughs> so it brings me joy. It makes happy and then I get sad when I don't get to participate so you know yeah it's I it's have funny how those FOMO, FOMO too because I waited too long to sign up for the last common skew talks and I kept thinking I had more time and I really wanted that champion common skew one or the I just was like oh. didn't they get that from SMS no I got it from Alpha. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I did hear that there's going to be a white hoodie shortage so oh there has been a white hoodie shortage are you kidding me everyone's which is so it. funny because White was pulling out, but yeah, it's just these DIY projects where they need a clean white. I mean, I say as I'm wearing white, but um, I already told Vicky I want to, I want to. Well, no, it's funny that you actually, you said the white hoodie because like it, you go to any white, anything like t-shirt, well, maybe a t-shirt, but the long sleeve, the crew necks, the hoodies, it's, you can't find them anywhere. And there's like no white sweatpants. There's like one or two pair. And I was like, 
belly canvas. I'm like, we got to get these joggers going. I need them in white. I, everybody wants white. Are you seeing that? Like huge mm-hmm. pen, the white. But they're not wearing it white. Like no. They said, it's, it's, no, it's, it's tie dyes. It's decorations. It's home art. It's, you know, we've all come up with our, our COVID hobby. You know, I, I make sourdough. I love it. <laughs> Um, but uh, that's a lot of what people are doing is they're taking those white pieces because you never see anybody wearing a white polo. Like, can you, you send me a starter? What? Absolutely. I've got some frozen in my garage. Oh, yeah. See, <laughs> I, I, I actually tried that because I, <laughs> I suck. Like, I'm actually a really good cook, but I suck at everything bread except for pizza dough. For whatever reason, I've been able to figure that out uh, over, over quarantine. Like, it's forced me into learning how to make pizza, and it's awesome. Uh, mm. I actually, I think I make probably the best pizza around. I think I need a recipe. Uh, no, no problem. Yeah, absolutely. But ultimately, like, it makes me want to retry bread again. Because um, I think, I think the problem is always in kneading. You know, like, I didn't think I needed mm. enough. Uh, I don't make else, the bread. I make all the other stuff with it. More, Jeff. <laughs> it's true. That's true. And quarantine made me really. Yeah. So you're probably. It's, it's a patience thing. So, yeah, I do. I make scones. I make muffins. Oh, I like bread. I suck at just gonna say, uh, Brian sent us some of these things. I mean, I wouldn't mind getting a scone in the mail. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, insomnia cookies with cookies. Yeah, I know we got insomnia cookies. <laughs> so, just send us all the trends. And Evan and sent us a tank. <laughs> you know, like we all got tanks. Uh, you know, who? What else did we get? <laughs> Um, no, but Jessica, this was awesome. I'm honestly like, I really think this is something that like people could really adapt. Like, and, and honestly, guys, if you don't, if you haven't seen Jessica on social media or Vicky on, on, on that, you look up trend dependent, um, they got websites, they have blogs. I mean, there's just so much information there. And I really think that Jessica and Vicky have done an amazing job of like tackling this from like having like the creativity side of it and then the analytic side of it and then mashing it together and you're just like an explosion of like wonderful. <laughs> yeah, Jessica, um, what's the what's the best way for people to reach out to you or to where should they follow you um, for, um, for updates and stuff? Available at trenddependent.com or at trenddependent on um, LinkedIn, Instagram, and Facebook. Um, and then my own brand is Trend On Brand. Same thing at Trend On Brand. Um, so we're, we're very available. Um, and we're, we're very, anytime you want to you know, slide into my DMs, I'm good. <laughs> That's <may> sounding cool. <laughs> Even, uh, Jessica onions chimed in on Facebook and she, she basically, I think, um, resonated the looks on our faces when we were talking about white apparel. Uh, she said her and white apparel don't mix LOL yeah. hashtag clumsy. I, yeah. I would agree. I, I, You're just I don't, asking for trouble. Are you yeah. really getting that much demand for white? It's insane. If I like could more than you, more than the kind of white. It's not. It's not like the athletic material. It's the cotton. It's fleece. Co- it's the cotton. Yes, long sleeve shirts, crew necks, hoodies, joggers. Yes. If you look at anything across the board from all of my competitors, to zero, 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 zero across the board. So Can how is that like? Because you'd mentioned it's for a lot of home DIY projects or whatever. So how is that working in the promo industry? Like, because people get their, like you said, Meg, people get their their crap logoed. They're right. Oh. Their product logoed. My freaking tie dye hoodie. <laughs> because it's not the same. You're not having that experience. We all need it. We we need things to do. We need experience. I mean, I have a a box of crafts for the kindergartner to pull out anytime she wants. So if you put my logo on it, then I tie dye it. I've got logo, but then I have that artistic look to it. 
So people exactly. are buying them blank, Meg? They're not getting them decorated from a, well, from a local decorator? Well, you have a lot of things right now. A lot of these places have gone to like an e-commerce platform. So they might be selling their, um, their printed dye-dyed product when, it's, when they're, all they're buying from us is the white thing. So they might be getting a logo on it and then they might be sending out these un unbo like unboxing type gifts where everyone gets a tie-dye kit and a white sweatshirt or the, a white whatever. Um, also, a lot of these like Etsy type or Shopify type e-commerce sites have been just selling the crap. Out of well, that's true. A lot of people got their own printers and stuff. Yeah. And they're doing so they're just buying the blanks and yeah. just doing it. Like it's these, um, even in my own, like my yoga place, like one of the girls sells stuff and it's like a shop all things website. And I can't tell you the amount of tie dye. It's like a pair of shorts and a shirt. I, I got it for myself. You know what I mean? And it's matching outfits that are tie dye. You know, Meg, well, really actually, brands are resonating with that too because it's that homemade. So there are there are places that are buying the blanks and making large runs. I know yeah, that there's oh, a couple bigger companies that do that, that they're yeah. tie-dyeing in them. Yep. You make it makes a ton of sense that you said that, you know, with the, the kidding and sending sending like kits of stuff uh to folks because that's that's basically what we're living in right now. And you know who does yeah. that really well actually? Who's that? By the name of Tech Weld. Can you believe that? They've got this around with us initiative uh, to push kits because right now that's what people are doing. They're either ordering masks it brings joy. Or, or they're doing kits. They're doing direct mail, that sort of thing. So, you know, listen, they've got uh, TechWeld's got eight different stock packaging for their kits. They've got an EVA bag, a PVC tent pouch, a PVC tube, an organza bag, a pillow pouch, the BTL 202 30 ounce tumbler and a retro lunchbox pretty awesome ways to kit. So not many people in the promo industry are focusing too heavily on kits, uh, which really allows TechWeld to hone in on the market uh, for these products and expand upon their already vast kit line uh, that they've got. Uh, so I, I talked about the retro lunchbox. They've also got full color process lunchbox, uh, lunch boxes. Uh, so whether, whether as a, a decal imprint or a full color imprint, TechWeld's full color capabilities on their lunchboxes definitely set them apart from the pack. So you got to visit techweld.com for more information to see how the full color capability or to see all their full color capabilities on their lunch boxes. Uh, and what's also trending right now is actually cannabis products. A uh, lot of, a lot of can cannabis is not really fallen off the wagon uh, during COVID, believe it or not. And so uh, tech has got some cannabis products as well. So go check them out. Uh, Techweld.com. You won't be sorry that you did go check them out. Meg, Steven. I will win this week. That's all I got to say. I'm going to win. <laughs> uh, who do you play? I don't even know. I can't even go. I had, to, I had to get past last night's game. You got to regroup. Yeah. You got to have a short memory. Man. You got you to have a short memory, you know? You gotta, yeah. What's on the line between you guys? Do you have like a bet going? Bragging rights. Maybe um, I'll get to name. I feel like you should sweeten the deal. What's that? All right, let's do it. Put it put it out there, Jess. Tell us what tell you us. You need to sweeten the deal. You need to have a little something so that you guys can can win from the end of it. He has to wear a t-shirt that says Big Meg is the best. <laughs> if I beat I'll, him. I'll do that tomorrow. Game. I don't care. Like, <laughs> like that sounds like something you'd probably do stuff. anyway. Yeah, you have exactly. to wear brown stuff, Jeff. Brown stuff? Oh, brown <laughs> stuff. Eagles. No, that would give that would give our friend Josh Robbins a little bit too much. I know, that's why I said that. <laughs> can't, can't do that. Yeah, I can't can't make that bet. We'll have to so. come up with something good. All right, fair enough. Any any closing remarks, Jessica? Do you have any any questions for us? No, this has been great. I'm thank you so much for having me, and I'm glad that we were able to connect. And please come check out trenddependent.com. And quick shout out to my mom and dad who are on Facebook Live right now. Hi, mom, Hi, mom and dad. <laughs> Hi, mom. <laughs>
All right. Awesome. Well, with that being said, we'll go ahead and wrap up today's, uh, today's podcast. We thank everybody for tuning in and listening and uh, we will see you again next week. All right. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Promo Corner's Industry Insider. For more great content from industry thought leaders, including podcasts, blogs, and videos, visit promocorner.com.